everyone and welcome to The Femaling Show. I'm your host, Nicole Goodman, and I'm a woman's identity expert and coach. As women, we fall into three phases of identity through our adult life, and during these, our challenges can look pretty similar. Now, regardless of what cycle of life you fall into, whether you are from the age of 24 to 32, 32 to 40, or 40 to 50 plus, here at Femaling, I will be talking to you about the real struggles we all face and secretly struggle with. Through honest conversation, you will learn how to accept yourself, understand yourself, and be yourself. So let the femaling adventure begin. Hello, 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 and welcome to Femaling. Now, today's episode is going to have a slightly different feel to it because I'm kind of doing this very off the cuff very top of my head, very little planning. And the reason is because I've had a really overwhelming day. And I thought that instead of waiting for some kind of like divine intervention to happen, and then I can come on and be all wise about it, I actually wanted to go through the motions with you, unpack it with you, if I can unpack it at all, I don't know, let's just see how it goes. And I just want to share where I'm at right now, because I am of the belief that what I'm experiencing and what I have been experiencing for the past few weeks and especially today is no different to any other woman who is juggling a lot of stuff and let's face it aren't we all juggling way too much and all running around like blue ass flies so here's where I'm at it's the end of the school year which means there's a lot of sports days there's a lot of prize givings there's a lot of shows there's a lot of parties Um, so there's a lot of that going on so that's been dominating the last few weeks plus my kids are about to break up for eight weeks yep eight weeks and I get myself really worked up about how I'm going to keep them amused for eight weeks because my older daughter doesn't like to do camp and my they just they have very different wants and needs they're completely different friends and one's kind of in one direction and the other's in the other direction and I've got to work right so I've still got to work whilst they're off for eight weeks um so there's that that's been on my mind um I'm also, you know, trying to build my coaching business and I'm working a lot and I'm trying to build loads of content so that I can give, so I can give you guys some really great stuff like this. Let's see how this goes. Not sure how great this is going to be. FYI. Um, And that takes up a lot of my time, takes up a lot of my headspace, which I absolutely love to do, but there just aren't enough hours in the day. This morning I did a bit of hairdressing because I still dabble in that. Um, yes, I know. I should probably, as I, even as I'm saying this, I probably need to cut that out. Uh, you see, I'm getting clarity already as I'm sitting here talking to you. It's marvellous. Um, so that I was a hairdresser this morning and then I, I had so many hats on today and then I finished my, um, when I finished my hairdressing and then I went straight into coaching and then I finished my coaching and I went straight to my daughter's school to see her show, which was lovely by the way. And then I came home and, um, I was doing dinner and As I came in, the kids went, I can't even tell you, they were like possessed with hunger, tiredness, uh, wanting my attention. I had this, honestly, it sounds so ridiculous now I'm saying it, but I had this YouTube video that I really just wanted to get um, published. I just wanted to put it out there. Again, not the best time. See, I'm getting more clarity as I'm doing it. Trying to make their dinner, trying to do that. Then I was going out for dinner with uh, my friend that's over from Miami. And I was seeing her and I don't see nearly enough of her, of course. And all my girlfriends, like my closest knit girlfriends, we were all going out tonight to, um, to have dinner together so we could all hang out. 
So there was that going on. My husband, who's then just having something done tomorrow in hospital, really not a big deal, but he did have to take some medicine to get himself prepped for tomorrow. Um, and he was in the midst of doing that and the kids were running around and no one had had a shower and no one, I mean, is this just not, it's normal life, right? This is normal life. This is, whilst this is not massively different to any other day, I've approached today already from like an overwhelmed point of view because I was really stressed about the camps. I was really stressed about work. Um, and I was already stressed about who's going to make the sports days and who's going to get to the prize giving next week because I don't, you know, the drill. So I'd already come into today, this busy day that I've already started to describe to you, already on the back foot. And, and all week I've been saying to myself, it's fine, just breathe, just breathe, it's not a problem, everything's fine, it's all manageable. Um, and I keep keep calling, you know, talking myself down from <laughs> the ledge. No, kidding, not the ledge, but just talking myself down from having a complete and utter panic attack at the same time. So... Okay, so set the scene. So I've given you what the day looks like. I've given you a little bit of background and the kids are then, the pasta wasn't cooked properly. My older daughter didn't like the colour of the pasta sauce that I had made, homemade by the way. So she didn't like that. So she was kicking off about that. Um, my other one who was showing me her bowl because she'd eaten it all and she was trying to be the golden child, then she wants an ice cream. Now she can't have an ice cream. I'm still trying to upload this video on YouTube. I mean, again, really not the right time, obviously but I'm stressed about getting content out. You know, this is the headspace that I'm in. My husband then tells me that his medicine that he's got to take has now disappeared and he can't find it anywhere. And as it turns out, my au pair, um, by mistake, chucked it away. Anyway, so there was a bit of stress in the house because he had to take it by seven to get prepped for this procedure he's having tomorrow. Oh, and I'm supposed to be going out in 20 minutes. I'm now texting my friends saying, guys, I think I'm going to be a bit late. And I mean, you know, and he can't get the kids to bed because he's just distracted with his stuff going on. And they both needed hair washes, obviously. So this was the day. And this is at 10 past seven tonight. Um, anyway, he doesn't have the medicine. So we are calling around. He's trying to get hold of his specialist to try and get the prescription get a new prescription done and it meant that I had to basically go on a like 25 minute drive to go and get it and he couldn't leave the house because he had to be at home so I had to go and get it so I then um go to get the medicine uh and on my and my daughter's crying my younger daughter's crying she doesn't want me to go out cause she wants me to put her to bed and she didn't really want to go to bed and she's still going on about the ice cream and you know my older daughter hasn't eaten anything and she's making herself a sandwich downstairs and her hair still needs washing and <sighs> so I'm calling my friend saying, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it tonight. You know, my friend that lives in Miami, I mean, what a shame. And I thought, okay, so I'll just, I'll just drive. At least I've got a 20 minute drive and I can, you know, I can listen to a really nice, easy podcast and just calm myself down. And, you know, the, the trying to be sensible about everything and just keep myself slightly calmer than what I'm really feeling, which is that I'm about to go into a complete and utter overwhelmed state of complete hysteria and I'm just breathing and I'm breathing and I'm breathing and then I get a message from my client who I am supposed to be coaching at eight o'clock and it's now 8.07. Yup, completely forgotten. And I just, I felt so upset with myself, felt so upset that I'm now dropping things and I'm not just dropping little things I'm dropping big things I'm dropping 
a coaching call with a client, you know, one of the things that I love to do most in the world and one of the things that is most important to me, I'd forgotten, I'd forgotten about it. And it was just so indicative of where I'd been and had my head kind of shoved up my jacksie for the last two weeks, but today was just so, so heightened, it was so heightened. Anyway, so I make my apologies and um, we try and schedule another day. Obviously, I'm still panicking about the ice cream and the hair wash and and my husband hasn't got his medicine and I've got this handwritten prescription and will it work? And, you know, I'm still there and I'm trying to listen to uh, Jay Shetty and Gary V and I'm thinking Gary V is just not the energy that I need right now. I need like the Dalai bloody Lama or, you know, just to go and find my where's my zen where's my zen so that's like where I'm at in the car anyway so it's fine and I'm still breathing and I get to the I get to the place where um I get to the town where I've got to pick the medicine up from and I can't park so I park miles away from the pharmacy um and that's fine that's fine because I'm still breathing and I've still got Jay Shetty in my ear and that's supposed to be helping which it isn't sorry Jay Shetty you're normally very helpful um, I park the car, uh, I get out, I walk, whatever, I go to the pharmacy and they say, oh, well, it'll be about 10 minutes, I'll come back in 10 minutes, no problem. I go into Sainsbury's, I can't find my, and I go to pay for the, all the stuff that I bought and I'm pushing in the queue because I'm not really with it and I, someone's getting really sort of quite eggy with me and they're like, no, the queue's that way, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I then push into someone, you know, the pay, as you pay by yourself at the cashier, and uh, self-pay, Nicole, it's called self-pay, yes. At the self-pay desks, I literally just barged in on someone. He's like, and I'm, I'm in the middle of paying. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I just was not with it at all. And all I'm thinking is, you're so overwhelmed, just calm down because you're making really silly mistakes. Anyway, I pay with Apple Pay for my bananas and brew bris, not that you needed to know that. I go back into the pharmacy and the pharmacist tells me that he can't take the prescription because I've printed it off and it wasn't the original one and obviously I don't have the original one with me and I said well I've got the email you take the email no sorry I said I don't think you understand my husband needs to get this medicine tonight like it's vital that he gets his medicine tonight and anyway so I'm having a bit of a you know we're trying to sort it out the pharmacist was very nice I then get a phone call on my phone on my mobile from a number I don't recognise, and there's a guy on the other end saying, is this Nicole Louise Goodman? Well, no one ever refers to me with my middle name. I'm thinking, who the hell is this? Like, I just don't need you right now. And I was like, yes, speaking. And he says, my wife's got your wallet. I said, what do you, what do you mean? She's, he's got my wallet. He said, you've lost your wallet. Um, and she told me to call you. And I, there was a num- phone number on your driver's licence. So I look in my bag and I've lost my wallet. So I'm like, are you, you, you're seriously phoning me? So he goes, yep, you've got credit cards and your driver's license and my wife has got it for you. I'm like, oh my God, thank, thank you, thank you. So where where are you? Like, I didn't even know where I'd lost my wallet, by the way. I didn't even know, because I didn't even know I'd lost it, um, let alone where. And I said, well, where are you? And he said, well, I'm in, basically we were in the same area. So I'd obviously dropped it however many, 15 minutes earlier or whatever. So he said, um, let me call her back. And I'll call and I'll call you back to find out when she's going to be around. Okay, great. So he calls me back five minutes later, still still trying to sort out the prescription, by the way. Um, and he says, she's not going to be home for half an hour. Can you come around in half an hour? And I said, actually, I can't because I've got to get home to get this medicine, hopefully, to my husband. 
because he's got to take it by a certain time. So he said, I said, where is your wife? And he said, oh, she's in, she's in the chemist at the moment. In, But he basically said that she was in the chemist where I was, right? We, we were in the same shop. And it was the most surreal experience. I swear to God, every single word of this is true. So I said, well, what does she look like? He explains what she looks like. He says her name is, gives me her name. And I call her name. I go straight up to her and I said, hi. And she said, hi. She looked really confused because of just some strangers just said her name. I said, I'm on the phone to your husband. And he said that you've got my wallet and that's my wallet in your hand. And she was like, oh my God. I said, I, I know. I said, where did you find it? She found it where I'd parked my car, which was a good five, six minute walk away. Um, and here we were in the same shop. I, I can't tell you. I don't even know what any of it means. All I know is that it was very surreal and it was very poignant. It was very, very poignant. Um, and I'll get to that in a minute because it's. And now I'm just starting to uncover it as I'm talking about as I'm talking about it now. Anyway, so she gave me the wallet. I said thank you. I told her she was heaven sent, and she burst into a smile, which, I mean, what a beautiful woman with this soft, calm energy, which I obviously did not have at the time and still don't have. But she was very serene. That's <laughs> the only way I can explain her. She was serene and, and heaven sent and there to kind of remind me to possibly stop. <sighs> anyway, I sort the prescription out. I get in the car, my six minute walk back to the car. And I just breathed. I just started to breathe and I shut my eyes and I started to feel quite emotional because it had been such a whirlwind. And it was all a whirlwind of nonsense, but this whirlwind up to this moment of, you forgot the client. You didn't even know you'd lost your wallet. Someone heaven sent has come to save you from a whole day of aggravation tomorrow by cancelling your cards like that would have just tipped me over the edge what with the school cabs and the ice cream and the pasta sauce that would have tipped me over the edge I can just tell you that is the sort of thing that does and everything started to become clear actually everything started to come clear now that this rushing around that I do this rushing around that you do this rushing around that we all do is not conducive to a happy, calm, fulfilling life. And yes, it makes us feel productive and it makes us feel like we're doing stuff, which we are. But it's not healthy and it's not helping me be present is the first one and calm and wise and supportive and useful and helpful to everybody around me. And I cannot do that with my head up my ass, running around like a blue ass fly, not knowing whether I am Arthur or bleeding Martha. I just cannot. And that's my process, right? And so I believe that this forgetting the client and this woman there was something about looking into her face this serene energy that she had of saying okay Nicole it's enough now stop calm down take a breath and I coach on this all the time and here it's going to come out of my mouth 
focus on what's important in that moment, focus on what's important generally to you and be done with the rest because the rest of it is just nonsense. And I can get myself really het up about these school camps and that my kids don't have anything to do. And yes, whilst that needs actioning and dealing with, it doesn't need to be a source of anxiety or a source of panic or something that it doesn't, I don't need it to take my energy away because my energy is best served elsewhere. So with all that said, take this story and do with it what you will. Ignore it if you really want to. Um, But I urge you to use one of your stories of when you've been overwhelmed and panicked and stressed and what that is there to tell you and what is that there to show you. Because everything's here to teach us something, right? Or we can learn something from anything, you know, that's our choice. And I, and I choose today to learn from this panicky, stressed out, overproductive day that I had. And when I say overproductive, I don't mean that in a good way. I mean, in like, I was just doing way too much today. Um, and that's kind of been no different to any other day. But I recognise today that it needs to be addressed. And I want to address it because I don't want to be running around like this anymore. I don't want to be forgetting clients. And I don't want to be losing my wallet. Um, so the lesson for me today was to stop, calibrate, breathe, presence yourself. And when I came home, and this was so gorgeous, I came home and my kids were still awake. Well, they usually are still awake. But rather than hurrying them off to bed and normally saying, look, it's nine o'clock and oh my God, you've got to be in bed and you've got to be up at 6.30. And you know, you know that that whole panic of they've got to be in bed because I want to sit and watch my TV or I just need five minutes to myself and or they're going to be grumpy in the morning won't be able to get them up like rather than that because of what just happened to me and I was saying all the way to myself in the car on the way home with Jay Shetty by the way Gary V I did have to turn off because I still wasn't quite ready for his wonderful effervescent energy it wasn't quite I couldn't cope with him quite yet maybe tomorrow um and I just laid with my daughter, and this sounds so simple, I know, and so obvious, like, of course you want to lay with your daughter, and we just, nose to nose, I laid on the bed, and I just smelt her and breathed her in, and realised I didn't need to be anywhere but where I was, and I didn't need her to be doing anything but what she was doing, and it was a very beautiful, precious moment for me, because it meant that I was totally present, totally there not not wanting to hurry her off or wanting to hurry me down or not wanting to be anywhere else apart from where I was and I give myself so little of that so little and I'm asking this to you how much do you give yourself that total presence not living in the future where you want to be in five minutes time where you want to be in ten minutes time just there in that moment because that's where life is happening that is where life is happening and oh my god no I didn't listen to the Jay Shetty on the way home see it's all unpacking itself how wonderful and thank you for listening to me whilst I get clarity on this and I hope that in me getting my clarity it's bringing some clarity to you that actually I wasn't listening to him I was listening to Oprah Good old Oprah, she comes through every time, and I was listening to her book, 
the path made clear I've listened to it three times now and I stuck it on because it really calms me and um I don't know who it was speaking but he was talking about presence oh my god of course he was talking about presence and how there's no point in rushing to the future or living in the past because they they can't be reached neither one can be reached you can't ever get to the future because it's always in the future and once you get to the future it's never as you imagined it anyway so you might as well live in the present and that's what I then experienced with my daughter tonight lying on the bed how profound this is becoming hey so there we go so the moral of this very long drawn out story is presence and breathing and being present to what is happening in your life right here right now because if you hurry it along you're going to miss it you're going to miss the beauty of what's happening right this second because this is your life now there is only now i'm getting very mindfulness here but there is only now you cannot live in the present. You cannot, of course, you, can, you cannot live in the future and you cannot live in the past. You can only be here now. So, this is what I want for you. I don't want you rushing around like a blue ass fly, feeling like you can't breathe, feeling like you're you know, rushing around, turning up late to absolutely everything or doing everything by the skin of your teeth or leaving something early to turn up somewhere else late. You know, that that pace in which we all live. It's got to stop. Because how is that healthy? How is that calming? How is that bringing joy or happiness? And we don't need to do a million things per minute. We just don't. So you get to be who you are, of course, and you get to choose whatever it is you want to do and always know that you are in choice. Like I was in choice today, you know, I was. I didn't have to upload the YouTube video and I didn't have to go to Sainsbury's whilst I was waiting for this prescription. I didn't have to add in a million other things, which meant that I was forgetting the important stuff like my coaching client and my wallet and my kid who needed a hug at bedtime. You know, it took these moments for me to realise that. So the one thing that I really want to leave you with is that in order for us to accept ourselves, understand ourselves and be ourselves, it means that you're going to have to make some different choices and some better choices sometimes in order to be all those things in order to have all those things in your life acceptance understanding and just being 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 present being who you are and that's not selfish and I really want to drive that home because a lot of us women can fall into the, oh, well, I can't do that for myself because it feels selfish or I can't slow down because there's other people need me. It's honourable. It's not selfish, it's honourable. And I heard Oprah say this again on my drive home. It is not a selfish act. It is an honourable act to be yourself and to uphold yourself and to do what's best for yourself. 
So, wow, that was quite a journey. Thank you for listening. Thank you, as always, for your time. You have been listening to Femaling, and I am your host, Nicole Goodman. If you like what you hear, today was quite a different type of podcast, but I hope that you enjoyed it anyway, and I hope that I brought value to you, because that's the main thing. And if you did like it, please share it. Please, please write a review, because Apple Podcasts love that. And please subscribe. And remember... I will be back next week with a new episode and it is a privilege to be a woman. Have a great week.